0: So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, kicks the his right, into the 20. He's in the 30, He's to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the tackle, comes down to the 30. He's down of the 20. He's down of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, touchdown 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40.
1: Gets away again. To the 35. That's back at the 30. To the
0: 20. The 50. The 10. He died. touchdown down 49 ers Third down. Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down. in post. And he's got it. Second down, Ryan takes the center, throws the plan to the left side. It's Russell, he's it. The 49ers pick it, and Navarro Bowman, his redemption. Navarro Bowman running it all the way for a touchdown! No greater redemption! San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners Crew is back, and we're here to bring you guys another fun-filled episode. Guys, tonight, we're going to talk some playoffs, man. Not just 49ers, but we're gonna talk some playoffs. Of course, we're gonna to get to the Niners and all that stuff because that's what we do. Shout out to everybody out here in the chat already, man. You guys are incredible. I can't believe you all just like just show up like that, man. I ain't even do a like a full, you know what? Let me throw Facebook in here. Let me let me give the Facebook people some love too. Uh hit them on Facebook just like that now, boy. I see y'all in the chat. How's everybody doing out there? How y'all y'all feeling good? I see, I see NBN in here with the four flames. It's like my man Eric Crocker. Y'all listen to Eric Crocker, man, in the mornings. He does his uh he does a mental a mental health check, right? He tells y'all to chime in. Five flames if y'all are feeling good, if everything is good. Anything less than that. He said he got a check on you, man. I like that. Uh that stuff that's you know needed in the 49ers community because we are going to war with each other, man. Not just other fan bases, but with each other. We still arguing over quarterbacks and stuff. And I'm gonna talk about all that. I, I promise. But uh hope everybody out there is doing well tonight going to be a fun this is going to be a fun one so stay tuned all right stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned got to go through these formalities though guys if this is your first time on this channel man and you enjoy the show please hit the like button subscribe turn on notifications we bring you guys impromptu shows we bring you guys spur of the moment videos and sometimes we don't get to give you a heads up much like tonight's video right i think i did at uh 9 45 that i was going to be going live at 10 o'clock so i don't always get to share ahead of time and early so make sure you guys Uh, just jump in here when you see what you see, okay? Um, We got a couple of other things here too. Uh, Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but 9ERS. That is the number nine, nothing but 9ERS. That's uh, Snapchat and Twitter. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitch, as well as Facebook, nothing but Niners. It's spelled all the way out, spaces, underscores, whatever it is. No numbers in there though. All right, nothing but Niners. We have an email for you guys, man. nb9ers and NothingButNiners.com. dot com. All right, if you have questions, comments, concerns, reviews, suggestions, all right, anything like that, shoot us an email, man. nb9ers and NothingButNiners.com. And last but certainly not least, guys, the Patreon. Got to get down, but to get down. All right, shout out to everybody that's over there showing the support, showing the love. We got some more stuff coming for you guys, man. I just got to get, I got to get more hours in a day. I have all these wonderful, great ideas, all these shows that I want to do. Right, I just this job man is like just draining is sucking the life out of me i think i might be working too much man like i need a break i can't even do the stuff that like i'm passionate about and that i want to do just because i'm always working but anyway when that schedule clears up and eventually it will it will clear up at some point i'm going to be tearing it up over there on patreon y'all are going to really really want to make sure you guys are over there okay so make sure you guys get there man all right no rush or anything like that but guys get there it's some fun stuff. We've done giveaways and everything over there. We've done giveaways in here and everything, too. But guys, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk some uh, playoff football today, but I got to start with the 49ers news because there's a lot going on. So. First things first, uh, let me let me get some. i gonna kick my wife's ass. y'all. see over here I'm trying to uh, finish my, my lyrics over here. OK, nobody asked you to do that. You're not you're not the cool one. I'm the cool one. Something in your throat, you got what was that? What you what you making all that noise for when I say I'm the cool one. I'm I y'all hear the disrespect? Can y'all hear that? I don't know if the microphone is picking it up, but she thinks she's funny, right? It's cool, man. It's cool, it's cool. Um I don't know, forgot what the hell I was talking about now because she done messed me up. She over here giggling and stuff. Um anyhow, guys, uh what was I talking about? For real what was i talking about so like, you don't even know you just talk shit and then just all right it's cool um we got to talk about some of the stuff that's going on with this team man we got some injury reports that are out here so we're gonna talk about it um and I, i'm gonna have some guests coming in here too i'm gonna have some guests coming i'm gonna have some people popping and out throughout the show so y'all make sure y'all are here for the whole thing don't miss any of it because if you do it's on you it's not my fault okay it's not my fault so um you guys give me a thumbs up down there when you're ready, and then we'll pop the guests in here uh, as soon as they're ready. All right. All right. I see my man, and my man just got finished making dinner, man. I feel bad. Let me change the layout. Let me pop my man in here, guys. All right, man. Guys, got 50% of the fire podcast, man. The Believe in 49ers podcast. Rashawn Haylock is in the building. Ray, how you doing, man? What's up, big dog? How you doing, man? I'm, man, listen. I'm just walking in the door from work. I jumped in the shower, I'm like, all right. I got about 15 20 minutes. Let me hurry up and get in here. And I I got to bring the people a show. I have to bring the people a show. Got to stay on them, you know. Hey, I know how busy. it
2: is, bro. I know how it is. Like the, the day
0: get away from you sometime, you know? Get away is an understatement, man. Like I don't even know if it started, man. It'd be over already. It's just it's so bad. <laughs> Uh, Now, I know you said you was over there making some dinner and stuff like that. So I appreciate you taking some time out. What you what you making over there, man? What you throwing down over there?
2: I Whipped up a little uh, little chicken pesto pasta uh, for me and and, and baby girl. So full disclosure. So so wifey's on the uh, you you heard of the Daniels fast.
0: No, what's that?
2: It's uh, it's uh, it's it's. Like through her church, like there's a there's a there's like Dan, Daniel in the Bible. There's like a fast that that he was on, and so like certain churches do it like towards the beginning of the year. So wifey's on the Daniel's fast. So me and me and me and uh me and baby girl kind of kind of fend for ourselves here. So your boy had to had to get in the kitchen and whip up some stuff unless we wanted to do it too. But I mean, you know, she, I mean, they cut out everything, you know, the sugar, the carbs, the the everything. I mean, she in here wow. eating like the only the, thing. I-
0: Vegetables. Only thing I know about Daniel from the Bible, is the lion's den story and praying in front of the window. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Fa- I mean, everybody fasted back then. That was like part of the prayer. <laughs> report, right? I don't know what exactly he was eating and what he wasn't eating. I'm sure the details are there, but that shows you that I'm a little bit of a heathen. I ain't. It's, getting, uh, yeah, I mean, ma-
2: mainly, mainly just vegetables and, and stuff, but, uh, yeah. So she, she doing her thing. We, we supporting her and that. And then, you know, your boy just, you know, trying to step it up a little bit, you know, so it's all oh. good.
0: All right, and and how long is she doing that for, if you don't mind me
2: asking? It's, I think it's like three weeks, like 21 days, I want to say. So three weeks. So she got she got till like the end of the month here.
0: Okay, all right. All right, we got to have one more guest join us when he's ready. Give me a thumbs up when you are, man, and we're going to pop you in here. Uh, All right, I see the thumbs up, let me change the format, and bam! My man, Eric Crocker, man. Guys, man, you got nothing but Niners. You got Believe in 49ers, and you got Eric Crocker and all of his, Draft and the, the <laughs> you know. yo, it, legendary,
2: this is legendary
1: stuff right here. I, I see, are, I man.
2: my man on, on Twitter, are, but I, we I, we never met, never never talked to you. But I mean, you're definitely doing your thing, Eric.
1: Oh, man, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, y'all never crossed paths before? Never, never. No. Wow. Look at you. Look at wow. you. Look at, look that, at you, Why are you bringing you want, people man? together. Look at
0: you. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> you know I what I do. Guys, man, look, I want to talk playoffs in general, but I do have to start with some of the 49ers stuff. And I just want to get y'all thoughts on a couple of things really quick, okay? Uh, the 49ers are currently um, – practicing they get they change their practice schedule to try to uh you know adjust for the saturday night game and everything uh we got an injury report here really quick i just want to go over this really quick uh this was from yesterday's practice from uh matt mayoko limited was jimmy with his shoulder and thumb running back elijah mitchell linebacker fred warner linebacker these al safety uh talanoa hufunga linebacker marcel harris cornerback ambry thomas linebacker Dre greenlaw and did not participate in practice with defensive end Jordan Willis. That's a lot of big names on this list. Um, and I know limited is not a bad thing. That's a positive thing, actually, this time of year. Um, but it's a lot of people limited. Like, who took starting reps when the quarterback is limited? How does that work?
1: I don't even know if they're really practicing right now, right? Like, how much are they really, like, doing a whole lot of full-go type stuff? I, I'd assume at this this late the year, I mean, you, you know the offense. Now it's just Predicated on, you know, what what's our scheme going to be against what they're doing? Probably a lot of walkthroughs, a lot of half speed type stuff. Hey, this is where you are on this, you know. Be on the lookout for that. But as far as like going all out and stuff, I mean, I, I don't think there's any of that really going on right now.
2: Yeah, I've heard uh I've heard Sean McVay call it a, a above the shoulders type days. I feel like it's a, it's a lot of those uh type days going on right now. Where I mean, you doing basically. You know, mental gymnastics, mental reps, you know, at this point of the season. Um, like Eric said, I mean, you're going over a scheme and, and you know what the game plan is gonna be Saturday, but I mean, there's not a whole lot of you know, like real, like legit practicing that can, can go on right now.
0: All right, so no none of the names on
2: that list concern you all at all. The I one mean- that concerns me is Elijah, in all okay. honesty, because he, I mean, you know the impact he has on this offense, and he's been I mean, he's been in it. I mean, we talk about you know, we talk we talk about Jimmy being hurt, we talk about you know whoever being hurt. I mean, Elijah's been in and out of the lineup this season with injuries, and so um, you know, that's that's a little concerning to me. Uh Jordan Willis, I mean, they they've already pretty much said he probably is not going to play, so like that's a big one. You, you losing depth on the defensive line, uh, and you just seeing how the way those guys have been able to get after it, you know, this last you know month or so. Um, so, so that's a big one, especially if if, if Bosa can't go either. Um, so, I mean, that's that's two dudes on the D line. I mean, you got depth there, but I mean, you don't want to be down two dudes, you know. So, uh, th- those are those are probably the two that stick out to me.
1: Yeah, limited doesn't really worry me too much now. If he says like you know the DMP d- uh, did not participate, then I'm like, all right, like you know what's going on? When is this guy? Like you know, then you're looking tomorrow trying to see you know okay who was limited? What's the injury report look like? But when you see when you see limited, uh, that's encouraging to me. Like, to me, that says, like, all right, they're going to play. They're okay. just nursing something. Like, like, and he talked about Elijah Mitchell. You know, he's kind of been banged up for most of this year. So, you know, they're they're managing it however they see fit. And if that's, you know, limiting him in practice so he can get 27 carries in a game, <laughs> so be it.
0: <laughs> Did y'all think that this year was going to play out like this? This is, this is a sidebar real quick, but this is what happens when you're just sitting back and just you know shooting and by the way guys if y'all got to run please feel free to let me know you know i'm not going to hold y'all um but are y'all surprised that elijah is getting so many carries in the game like i thought it was going to be running back by committee for sure right i mean you got hasty here you got jeff wilson jr you drafted uh trey sermon as well i mean i did not think one guy was going to be getting 20 plus carries con- this consistently and in- with kyle shanahan
1: Kyle runs with the guys that he feels his best and you know I know as 49ers, you know, since seeing Kyle Shanahan here, there's been a little bit more running back by committee type stuff, but if you look at his past, I mean, Arian Foster, he was one of the league leading rushers. Uh, Alfred Morris, you know, he was up there. He ran for 1,600 yards, so you know, he is, he has kind of a reputation of, I don't want to say running guys into the ground, but if he feels like he has that one guy, he can just give the ball to a ton of times a game. It seems like he's definitely willing to do it
2: yeah i'm I'm a little surprised that we haven't seen more jeff i mean when when obviously he started the season uh on ir right so i thought once he got back in in october i thought we would see a whole a lot more of him but uh not really surprised by elijah's impact i thought i mean i, I thought he i thought he was a home run in the draft I, I felt like he was gonna fit in seamlessly in this offense he was the kind of guy that they were looking for even more so than trey and so um, not really too uh, surprised by his success, but I did think we would see a little bit more, Jeff.
0: I got to ask y'all this too, this personal, one, right? What color lights y'all use? Cause y'all look nice and brown and I look pale as hell over here. Like I just got out the shower. Like <laughs> do I need to put some lotion on my face. Look, I got the lotion right here. I'm gonna put the baby lotion on my face or something. Cause I look super pale. Like I'd be using, oh, hold on, wait, let me change the color of my light. Hold on. Let me see if this helps. Hold on. Let me, let me change the color to this one. Did i get darker no i think i don't know it didn't make a difference man i don't understand like <laughs> the kind of lights like y'all using over there do i am i really this light skin you, i mean you look nice and bright
2: bro you know what i mean so i mean yeah, I, I i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna hate on you i mean i i i wish i could tell you the color of the light i have no idea like i just plug it in and turn it on like <laughs> like, I have like there like a, should be a better answer for you i just don't i don't have it Damn. i have a
1: uh it's like a, so. I made these. You know, I, I live in Arkansas now, so we made some uh, some little soft boxes.
0: Yeah. All right, and
1: then I have my little. Uh, uh, oh, you got green light it all or Whatever. Over here, look at this guy. But, um, look, Instagram. this is. I mean, look at you. See the duct tape on on there, bro. Like we literally made these out of out of scratch uh, from little Dollar Tree stuff. Listen, you know, I'm in the South. I live in Arkansas, so yeah. I, I told them like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to buy this soft box. They're like, "Crap, you don't gotta buy that. We can make it." So they're like, "We just." <laughs> Went to the store went to the dollar tree got the little the little bins got the little sheet thing to go over it got some duct tape right the only thing we had to like really do was um the light bulb part we had to like cut uh like cut a cord in half attach the light bulb to it screw it like that was the only thing but i maybe spent like twenty dollars total uh for two of them so
0: all right, uh, shout to out to my southerners
1: out seveners down here, my real Arkansas folks. Don't
0: don't don't do that accent in front of them though, bro. Cause that might <laughs>
1: they know, man. I make fun of them all the time, bro. Like I make fun of them all the time. They make fun of me because I say you guys. They be like, you guys, you guys, because they say y'all. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, we, we kind of give each other a hard time back and forth. Those are my people, bro. I love them.
0: I like that. I like that. All right, let's get back to uh what people really want to know about. All right, we got a little report today, uh, from the injuries here, and it was about our star pass rusher nick bosa okay well i can't call him just a pass rusher because he's a beast in the run game too but uh our defensive end nick bosa uh excellent sign as 49ers begin practice nick bosa has his helmet in hand as he progresses through concussion protocol now cam inman also followed this tweet up with um he's going back to the locker room right away and then he followed up furthermore saying he is back at practice with his helmet in hand uh and then we found out that he was again limited throughout the day um this is concussion protocol. This isn't really about whether or not he's ready, if he needs to practice or anything like that. Like you guys said, certain players, you know, they don't need to practice. Um, Does Nick Bosa have enough time to clear concussion protocol? Like if he has one setback, that's it, right? Because you start all over again, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know how the whole setback thing goes. Rashawn might know a little bit more about it, you know, talking with Eric Davis, but I know like, just kind of like my experience and I never had, a concussion uh in the nfl but i remember we did this test it was like on the computer they had us it was like during the otas or training camp or at some point in the off season, uh where we had to we sat at the computer and i didn't even know what it was for so i'm over here cheating and stuff like okay i see this shape one time I, i'm thinking they're trying to figure out how smart i am so uh <laughs> clearly i'm not smart enough because i didn't know what the hell i was doing but uh Uh, it it shows you all these different shapes. They'll show you like 20 shapes, right? 20 of them. And then uh, after they show you all 20, you have to go back and then they show you 20 more shapes and you have to pick if you saw this one or not. You know what I'm saying? And then if you get a concussion, they have you come back and take that same test and see if you test similar to what you did when you were were not concussed. And that was kind of how they went about kind of... uh, getting you off a concussion protocol but I don't know how everybody does it uh that was how the judge did it
2: that is wild it's I always felt like those those tests that they gave y'all on the sidelines like they were designed for you to fail right like there's a certain there's a certain <laughs> things like like I can't answer this in my right mind like let alone like you know if, if I'm concussed right um but I, no I think I, I mean the setback obviously is a big thing right like if, if he has that um ho- hopefully he doesn't, but you know barring any setbacks i think he has he definitely has enough time to be able to get through and be able to clear protocols before before saturday i mean it is that that one less day you know because they're playing on a saturday but i definitely think he has enough time
0: okay cool cool you know i'm telling you now i don't i'd be in concussion protocol for the rest of my life i can't think of 20 shapes now right so (laughs) imagine looking at i'm like yo that's that's another triangle right is that an isosceles triangle? Like, what, difference? I mean, like, what was waiting, What am I supposed to write here? I yeah. don't failed that joint. Now, I was,
1: like- But you can't fail. See, that's the thing. I thought I could fail. I thought, because bro, like, listen, NFL, they be doing all kind of tests and all kind of little sneaky stuff. You don't right. know what, what it is, but I'm thinking they're trying to see, like, is Croc stupid? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why. So I'm like, I don't know if this is an IQ test or what. So I'm over here right. writing down the shapes. Like, okay, I saw this shape. I saw this shape. I'm writing them down. And then I find out later, like, oh, they just, there's no right or wrong answer. They just want you to score close to the same to be able to cl-
0: okay. uh, clear you. All right, cool. So then just right, say circle for everything. If anybody's out here and you guys are heading to the NFL, <laughs> right? everything is a circle. Then when you get a concussion, no, you don't like that. I was trying to help the brothers out. out there. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, guys. So we're going to get off of that really quick. We're going to talk about the 49ers. Um, Just some, a couple of other things. Uh just the latest news and rumors concerning the 49ers. My wife is like waving me off the topic here. So I don't want to I don't want to get in trouble. Can't upset the wife. You should be on the Daniel diet. Okay. That's the
2: oh, so we're putting it on blast that I'm fat.
0: No, you? I didn't say you were fat. Okay. Oh damn. Wow. damn. Never mind. That's not, that, y'all wow. heard what we're showing hey, like It's a fast, it's mental, it's spiritual, right? Ray? No, yeah. man. A lot nah. of involved. Is that's it, not like, what you said. Not, right, nah. <laughs> No. Wow. Like,
2: a, I, I, I know what you meant, Mike, but, like, the execution <laughs> just wasn't
1: quite, like, you eh. We know where Mike's <laughs> tonight. That's crazy. <laughs> I, know I know what Mike's meant to me.
0: say. I'm going to buy you something nice, baby. I'm sorry. It came out the wrong way. I love you. <laughs> you, you just told her she need
1: to be on the diet, like. That's not what
0: I meant. <laughs> I was trying to tell. Oh, man. All right. Whatever, man. It's cool. All right. We're going to move on. The Daniel diet. He "I knew it, has, it was the Daniel fast." The, the, the Daniel's yeah, Daniel. The, 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 Dan, yeah the, the Daniel
2: fast. I, I, I know what you meant. Just you know, you, you can't. can't Mike gonna want this sorry, pod to man. be like five hours. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: We, won't, we I'm sorry. All right. So look, here we, here we, I don't want to stop
2: here. doing the pod. matter. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna
0: change the subject. All right. So this look. Um, th- I thought this was an interesting tweet I saw today, right? So Kyle Shanahan was asked about Jimmy Garoppolo's throws uh, following the game and if the shoulder injury had anything to do with it. And Kyle didn't make any excuses. This is from Eric Branch. He says, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo's sprained shoulder didn't impact him versus the Cowboys, right? And then later on, Jimmy Garoppolo was asked about the throws that uh, if, if they were um, affected by the shoulder. He says every throw was impacted, all right? Now, there's a hashtag, 49ers beat writer. Uh, after game review, Jimmy is right. So I don't know what he meant by that last part there, but what I wanted to ask y'all was, I've noticed the last couple of weeks, so all through the season, Kyle was kind of like defending Jimmy no matter what he did, right? Like, oh, it wasn't it wasn't a bad throw. The, the receiver has to run a better route. He's got to help his quarterback out. Like Kyle threw Jimmy a lot of bail throughout the season. I noticed these last four or five weeks, <laughs> Kyle kind of been throwing Jimmy under the bus. Like, no, he's got to be better. Like, that was a bad throw. That that was just a bad throw. Is something changing? Is Kyle saying, hey, I know this time is up. I ain't got to coddle this guy. Like, what is happening with that dynamic? Or am I just looking into it too much? Because I notice these things, and it's real. I'm not making this up. You you
1: know what, man? I I think Kyle Shanahan tells the truth more than people give him credit for. You know, everybody thinks everything he says out of his mouth, he's lying. But he might just be telling the truth. So when he does come out and say, like, yeah, nah, and then doing his shoulder. Like he really means that, you know. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's camp is probably like, nah, he's super hurt. Like he's so hurt right now, you know. Don't let that, you know, stop his trade value. You know, they're, they're trying to, they're playing for a new contract for Jimmy Garoppolo. Wherever he gets traded to, they need to get make sure that they get the maximum amount of money. So Kyle, you know, he's like, nah, man, like he out there messing up, and it ain't cause of that damn shoulder. Yeah, I think he's just kind of keeping it real. When he if he said somebody early in the season was out there uh running the wrong route or something, he probably meant it. Like he probably was for real. He we probably came. It probably came off as oh he's just defending Jimmy, and, and to a lot of people. But maybe he just nah. This is what it is. I I, I think Kyle's more of a straight shooter than people give him credit for.
2: Yeah, I think there's something to that. But they they have been on separate pages. Like you go back to the thumb, right? Like remember early in the week and and. Uh, Kyle was saying, you know, it doesn't look likely that Jimmy's going to play. And Jimmy was like, I'm gonna play. I feel good. Like I can throw the ball, this, that or the other. Right. So like they like there's been, you know, a little bit of discord there. Um, and so, you know, originally I thought, you know, Jimmy was just feeding, you know, the company line. But I, I think, you know, there's something to him. You know, he's got to look out for Jimmy, right? Because right. you know, his future is somewhere else, right? It's it's not it's not in the bay, it's not it's not with the Niners. So he, he's got to look out for him and he's got to spin that narrative, you know, whatever is best for him, you know, in his stock going forward. So you know, if, if every throw is impacted, then I mean that means you know, oh, he's gritty, he's tough, you know, he can fight through anything. You know, what I mean, you want that kind of guy, he's a leader, right? Like, you know, teams can can kind of sell that when, when they get ready to bring him in.
1: Well, I don't know. I know what Martell's been said. And uh <laughs> what did he say?
0: What did he say? Oh, you don't uh uh oh my god, you don't remember this, Ray? No, oh he called Jimmy a bitch. Really? <laughs> That's exactly what he said. I'm, I'm not gonna trigger code it. That's exactly what e am I lying.
1: That he said he's a bitch and he said I, he, I he, you know, but he, he never held back. Martell's never I, held back. I mean, no no his reasoning. I, I get what he's saying. Like, I don't know if he's just saying like Jimmy's a bitch because he just feels like Jimmy a bitch, but I get technically he feels like Jimmy a bitch because I guess they were going into a game and Jimmy had a little something going on with the shoulder or whatever. And he kind of carried it out, carried out, carried out. And then up, once it was time for game time, he's like, Oh, I can't go. And he right. was like, he was looking out for himself and his contract and everything. Cause he knew he would get traded. And he was like, man, that was a bitch move. You should have told us beforehand so we could get percent prepared to play. Right. And you know, so I guess there's kind of a long history of Jimmy kind of, you know, protecting himself when he knows like, Hey, there is a chance that I probably could get traded.
2: Yeah. But then there's, that's all also that, that whole part where like, you know, everybody, everybody feels like you got to put the team first, you know, when it's convenient for you. Right. But you know, if, if, if it's not convenient for me, you know, if I, I got to look out for my best interest, right? And so, you know, from Martellus's standpoint, he's like, oh, you put us in a bad spot. But Jimmy's like, look, I got to look out for, for, my, for my own interest, right? And he was in a similar situation to what he's in right now. So, I mean, I, I, I get it, you know, and I and I get Jimmy trying to spin the narrative, you know, as best as he can for himself. So, um, I mean, it's, you know, six of one hand, half dozen of the other.
1: I, I think Martellus, though, I think the thing he was most upset about is, like, why he carried it out? up until game time. Like, how come you couldn't have told us this when we started game planning? Yeah. That's what he was. So, like, he was like, he's a bitch. He's not a leader.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, he left us hanging, like, right at the game time is what he was saying. Like, you took all the practice reps, and then, like, game day is like, nah, I I can't do it. He was like, what do you, like, why why you do that? So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, man, it, it is what it is. But speaking of Jimmy and speaking of that shoulder and everything, uh, we got a couple more tweets today from cam Inman. <clears> he <throat> says 49 is Jimmy Garoppolo throwing with zip. No sign of pain, despite spring shoulder. thumb. I have no doubt. He's starting at Packers on Saturday night in NFL playoffs. Uh, so, I mean, it seems to be a done deal. Jimmy said he feels confident that he's going to play, but he didn't say yes. Also. I don't know if y'all heard that interview. I'm not going to play it or anything like that, but, um, It's all signs of pointing to Jimmy playing. Now, if he doesn't play, then I think we're going to have to revisit what we were just talking about. But uh, you guys expect him to play uh, this this weekend, right? Y'all fully expect him to play. Yeah. You too, right?
1: Definitely. I mean, he ain't ain't missing it. Jimmy's a – you know, he's a competitor. You know what I'm saying? He's a competitor. Uh, You know, he's still, you know, taking on that role as the leader of this squad. So – I think you'd have to, you know, cut, a, cut his right arm off for him not to play.
0: Apparently, man. You know, and I keep – I don't know if this reflects poorly on Trey Lance or if the injury reports are overblown, but Jimmy don't have his whole shoulder, his thumb. I mean, all that's left for him to injure <laughs> now on that yeah. same side is his elbow, and they still not even trying to think about Trey Lance getting a start. Who does that reflect more on? Jimmy's toughness or is it the injuries aren't as serious? or that Trey Lance just really isn't up to
1: par? I mean, come nah, on now. If, if Jimmy, if it were, if it were a case of Jimmy not practicing the whole week, like he ain't seeing the field, but it's like, no, nah, I'm still suiting up on game day, you know, with my, with my right thumb missing and my right shoulder falling off, but I'm still going to play on Sunday, even though I ain't practiced all week, then I'd say maybe it reflect poorly on Trey Lance, but. He's been practicing. Like, he's at every practice. He's throwing. He's looking good throwing the ball. And Kyle Shanahan views him as the starting quarterback. And Trey Lance is the backup. So, you know, they're going to carry out this season as such.
2: We we actually talked about this on the pod going into the Rams game, right? And, and how ED explained it was like 75% of Jimmy is better than all of Trey, at least right now at this stage in his career, right? And Kyle feels that way as well because he can – even with 75% of Jimmy, he, he can have his entire playbook available. And so I think there's, I think there's something to that. And, and I think like, if, if this team is going to make a run, like he feels like Jimmy has to be the quarterback to get them there this season. Um, Trey's definitely the future, but as far as right now, I'm um, not sure that, that that the kid's ready for, for this stage at this particular point in
1: his career. Yeah, I agree. There And there's just so much – there are a lot of people that they're going to look into it like, oh, well, you just can't play. And it's like, bro, that's not the case. What, the issue is when you have a rookie, especially one that hasn't really played, one, Kyle Shanahan has openly said, like, if if he had to call a game for Trey Lance right now, he still doesn't 100% you know know exactly how to call a play, a game and the rhythm for his quarterback. He knows how to call that for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's done it for four years now. But well, for Trey Lance, you still try – well, you know, when he played. But – With Trey Lance, you're still trying to figure those things out. You still have to learn each other and what each other wants. And as far as, like, a a playbook goes when it comes to Trey Lance, you have to scale back so much. They talked about that even in the Texans game. And still trying to figure each other out on the fly. So why deal with that from your youngster who is talented, right? And he's shown us how talented he is. But, again, I don't want to scale back on my stuff if I don't have to. That's my thought process if I'm Kyle Shanahan.
2: Yeah, we saw We saw a second half against the Seahawks that that game at Levi's. And then, you know, we saw it uh, even against the Cardinals, too, to a certain extent when he made his first career start. You know, just it, it just wasn't everything wasn't there. It wasn't wasn't quite clicking. Now, they were able to turn the, the corner a little bit by the time he made that start against the Texans. But it's I mean, it's still not all there. Right. So, you know, yeah. if if he can have the entire playbook available for Jimmy, then, you know, why
0: not? E, you said that. He's in there and like, and I get you, right? I get, I get what you're saying, Ray and he both of y'all, right? Like he has the playbook to use with Jimmy and it's going to be selected plays. You know, Kittle even said it was a dumbed down version of it when he played and all that stuff. But I want, I want to challenge Eric on something real quick. He said he knows how to call plays and then rhythm for Jimmy. That second half says, no, he didn't. And very, very often we see Jimmy struggle at, like for two quarters of a game, it could be the middle two quarters and he'll play great in the first quarter and la- and great in the fourth quarter, right? And But that's, that's Jimmy every game. Those ebbs and flows are always Jimmy. If Kyle could call plays for his quarterback, why can't we get consistency all game long? I've never seen a consistent game. Well, I can't say never, but it's very rare that I see a consistent game from Jimmy from start to finish.
1: Because that's Jimmy Garoppolo. But even then, you still know that you can win with that, right? Like Kyle knows – he knows what Jimmy is and what he isn't. And even though he's constructed a whole playbook and play calling around Jimmy Garoppolo's limitations or, you know, areas where he excels, he knows within that there's still going to be some weird, awkward moments. And he also knows that, you know, hey, I am a little bit limited with how much I could throw the ball. But even then, I'm still able to – You know, utilize my mind in a way of, you know, how I'm going to game plan against the Green Bay Packers. I know Green Bay, okay, I'm going to see this, 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 and this. And he can have that conversation with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo can execute that at just a high enough level, even though you're going to have your weird moments, but just a high enough level to where it still can result in a win. So we saw the Cowboy game, not ideal. I've talked about it. Jimmy Garoppolo struggles to put teams away. When the 49ers blow teams out, it's because the run game puts teams away, not Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And Kyle knows that as well. And we saw that against Dallas. But at the end of the day, you still won. And that's what Kyle can kind of hang his hat on as, as to why he continues to play Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: I saw Ray Smart. I thought he was going to jump in. I didn't know if he wanted to add yeah, something to nah, it.
2: No, I mean, you, you, some of that is – like I don't know that that's exclusive to Kyle, right? Like whoever Jimmy's next OC is. Right. Like it'll probably be the same thing. Cause that's just Jimmy, right? That's just how he's wired. That's just his DNA. Like you, you're gonna get good Jimmy, you're gonna get bad Jimmy every game. And some of the bad Jimmy you get is because um, you know, he he may trust his arm a little bit too much. He's got a little bit of that gunslinger in him. And so that 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 causes him to get into trouble at times. And so um that that's not necessarily exclusive to, to Kyle as a play caller. I think like that more of that is is on Jimmy and his DNA as a quarterback.
1: And also real quick, I want to make it clear too. all quarterbacks, you know, have their ups and downs in games. I think when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo, sometimes he just, you know, that within that, okay, you have your interception or whatever. He has a hard time of like making up for it with explosive plays with big plays. You know, I, I, I kind of referenced earlier, uh, what was that? 2012 season, 2012 slash 13, uh, Colin Kaepernick playing against green Bay Packers, First drive, he throws a pick six, right? And you're like, damn, like, man, it might be too big. But then he comes back, he's making plays with his arm, he's making plays with his legs, explosive plays all over the field. So, you know, when things like that, like where, man, not an ideal start, he made a mistake, he's still able, to, he was still able to overcome all of that by putting the team on his back, him creating explosive plays, him having 80, 81 yard touchdown runs, him throwing the ball down the field to Vernon Davis and doing all this explosive stuff. And that's the part where Jimmy Garoppolo lacks a little bit. So, you know, it's he everybody has their weird moments, but with Jimmy, I think it's a little magnified because he kind of struggles to really kind of overcome those things and, he, and everything ends up being way tighter than it has to be. Yeah.
2: His, his strength isn't going downfield, right? And, and that, I mean, but that's always been sort of a weakness of his. But it was, it was, I mean, we're talking, about, we're, we're talking about one throw essentially, right? Which has changed the whole landscape the whole narrative of jimmy garoppolo um as it relates to the way he's perceived by the faithful as it relates to how he's perceived even by you know the media both local and nationally like if he if he makes that throw again like just let's let's just go back to the 2019 championship game right and you know they just run all over green bay right and you know everybody was pretty much defending jimmy right like you know, people like, oh, well, why didn't he throw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't have to, right? Like, the running game was so stout. Like, he, he didn't have to throw the ball. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't needed, right? And then you come back the next week, you know, in, in the Super Bowl, he misses that throw to Emmanuel Sanders. He makes that throw to Emmanuel Sanders. The, the whole narrative around Jimmy um wouldn't be exactly what it is, you know, today. Um, he, he would be beloved by the faithful as opposed to, you know, dividing the fan base, Um, you know, the the... The, the blows the shots that he gets from the national media you know wouldn't be such as they are right now because he'd be a super bowl winning quarterback uh but instead he's a guy that missed the throw that people think lost the game in the super bowl and 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 that's kind of why you know he's looked at the way he is you got your hand up you w- w- what's up mike
0: yeah i got a question for Dude, this you. is your show bro you- i know but now i got a question <laughs> for you because you're saying something and I, I i'm listening i'm taking it in right but you think that one throw is why they traded up so much to get to move on? from? Yeah. I,
1: see, I, I got to disagree, too, Sean. And I don't even think it's because of the injury. Like, I, I think, you know, it's for the reasons that we saw them like, OK, think about it like this. Have we ever seen a game? Right. We're talking about somebody in his sixth, seventh year, whatever it was. And you got, I don't I know, know Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady or any like good quarterback where the team is like, you know what? We're going to run the ball. All game, we're only going to throw the ball eight times, regardless of how well we're running it. Yeah, we're running it well, but we're only going to throw it eight times. Like to me, I, I defended them too. Like man, they didn't have to throw. They didn't have to throw the ball. Like they were running down their throws. But the more I kind of look into it, you look at that Vikings game. This things got a little weird. Look at the Packers game. It was interesting. It was interesting. And then you look at like let's say like Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones playing against Buffalo, and that you know they was throwing, They were playing in that it was crazy wind.
2: Yeah, and, and he threw the ball
1: three times. And he two threw times, the ball three times, times right? Yeah. And to me, I start looking at those things like it's not nothing. Like, I'm not saying like it's a it's a big deal or whatever, but it's like there's something to that. Like there's something to like I'm it's third and eight, and we're just gonna run the ball just to punt the ball because we're not gonna throw it in this win. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's something to it, and I think there's something to how Jimmy Garoppolo has played. And it's more than just that miss throw in the Super Bowl.
2: I think it's it's become. I, I hear you are saying there. I think there's something to it. And but I think that misthrow throw has made it become a larger deal. Like like at the end of the day, like Kyle wants to run the ball. Like this is a running offense at the end of the day, right? Like th- this is what this is what he wants to do. This this is how he wants to operate. And so um, I think it's become that it's like. One thing led to the next, right? So, like, he missed the throw in the Super Bowl, right? And then, you know, he comes back the next year, he gets hurt, right? So, like, it's just compounding things, right? And so, and that's why you trade up, you know, for a, a, for a trade Lance in the draft. But say he makes that throw in the Super Bowl, say they're Super Bowl champions, do they necessarily trade up the fall or the year after to, to get Trey Lance, even though Jimmy got hurt last year? I don't believe that they will. I don't believe that they would. I don't think that they I would just, be as as I don't I don't think that they would be as anxious to do so. Now, does that mean they wouldn't draft a quarterback? Probably not. Maybe they sit there and wait to see if somebody falls in their lap, or or, or they'll they'll just kind of sit on it a little bit. But I think that on top of that, just sort of compounded things, and, and that's why you trade up for Trey Lance. So, right. so so I, Rome,
1: I, real quick, Rome the upsetter says, and he was like, "Look at the Atlanta offense." And we've seen other instances with uh, Kyle Shanahan where I, I believe Kyle. He does love to run. And I think that's kind of the identity of their scheme and everything. But I do also believe that they run to set up the pass as well, to have a lot of the explosive plays and big throws downfield and do some of those things. And I think it's there's there's certain limitations on that with Jimmy Garoppolo. And and, and it's not obviously it doesn't result in losses all the time with him. Jimmy Garoppolo wins a ton, right? But yeah. I don't think it's like Oh, I just want to run, so I'm gonna run the ball 40 times a game. I think he really looks at it like I gotta run this motherfucker 40 times a game because the more I throw with Jimmy Garoppolo, he's bound to throw some stuff away. Well, and I, I mean, also- Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan and Jimmy
2: Garoppolo, first of all, that's not apples to apples, but second of all, that was a running team. Like they had who was it, Coleman and and uh, mm-hmm. who, who's the other kid? Like they had that two that two headed monster. Uh, at Tailback in Atlanta, when they went to Super Bowl that year, so like they were running the, the football. Like, obviously, you got a guy in Matty Ice, like, he, that's a special type of arm talent. Like, that's a different type of guy. You're talking about a first round pick versus Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, who came, you know, he like, did it
1: with Matt Schaub.
2: like that. Matt Schaub
1: was throwing for like that's not apples to apples, but when, 7, he, was, when he was in like
2: Washington with, with RG3 and Alfred Morris, you know, as you mentioned, like that was a running team, like, so like it, it, he wants to run the ball first right and like you said he like he wants to run it to set up the pass so everything they do is predicated upon the running game yeah
0: i do know that we were struggling to run the ball in that houston game at at the beginning of it and then he let trey start getting outside and all over the, the defense start to back up a little bit then that opened things up for the run game it was the first time i had seen a reverse in kyle's tenure here where the pass game actually opened up the lanes for the run game and I, that was pretty cool to see how it all played out. So it was cool. Um, but look, I don't want this to be a, a Jimmy bashing or you know praising. <laughs> I hope I don't not... come
1: off like I'm j- bashing Jimmy. I like no, Jimmy. No, no. I just, I just, you yeah, know, no, yeah. I, I mean, I,
2: yeah. I like Jimmy too. I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, I just, you know, it, it, the, 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 the sexiest guy in town is always a backup quarterback, right? I mean, especially if he's number three overall pick, right? I mean, you don't get no, no sexier than that. So. I mean that's that's just kind of where that's kind of where the fan base is right now. Like I get texts almost every game whenever Jimmy does something. Like you know all oh, this freaking guy blah blah. Like <laughs> and my, my response is like you hate Jimmy. Like that that is my that's probably my most tweeted thing. You know during the football season is you hate Jimmy because so many people just have like this disdain for him. But like when he makes plays, like when he led that drive against the the Rams, you know towards the, the end of the game and in overtime there, like all of a sudden like people are quiet.
1: I think Jimmy Garoppolo. I I don't know if I'd take three other quarterbacks in the NFL over Jimmy in the last two minutes of a game. Like that's how I think he is one of the more clutch in the last two minutes of games. I I like him. Now, again, I saw some stats on that might say, you know, he's a bad fourth quarter quarterback, but I'm talking about the last two minutes and the ball's in his hand. He got to drive the field to, to, you know, get four more points. I like my chances with Jimmy Garoppolo more than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, I think Whoa. he's tough as nails. I think he has a short uh memory. It seems like he always makes the throws that he needs to make in those times. Maybe it's some run after catch by Debo Samuel, whatever it is, but he he becomes very clutch in that time. It's the it's the other stuff, right? Where Why'd you, why are you in this position to begin with? <laughs> why, why can't you hit VA, Like,
2: When are you wide open? Like, why are you overthrow? Why did you overthrow? I don't know right. what he's looking for in that one play. Like, but yeah, no. I think I, think a, I think a large part eat? of
0: it comes down to scripted plays and Kyle saying this is where we're going with the ball, right? So I heard this perfect analogy for Jimmy Garoppolo on Eric's morning show. I don't remember it was – I don't know if it was this week or late last week, but somebody you had on said – uh. Watching Jimmy Garoppolo is like watching a tightrope walker, right? And he said, <laughs> he said, you know, you expect them to fall, but you hope they make it. And then I started thinking about it even more, right? And, and the tightrope, I don't even know if this person knew how deep what they were saying was. Because if you ever try tightrope walking, and yes, I've tried it. Judge me. I don't care. Um, the tension is at the end and at the beginning. And so it's easier there. But once you start getting to the middle and that rope starts to fall down in the middle of it, some. Um, Then it's like, oh shit, like that's where it gets really tight. And (laughs) then once you get towards the end more, all of a sudden it's a little bit more firm. And you can take. I thought that was the perfect analogy with Jimmy Garoppolo, bro. Like, I thought that shit was like, oh my like, my mind was I was like, this dude don't even know what he just said. He has no idea what he just said, and that's how it is, right? Like, you look at this game, right? Look at this this last game. We started march right down the field. Beautiful. I'm like, oh, cowboys in for a long day. And then at the end. You know, we do what we got to do. I still think Debo got that first. But whatever, you know, it, it, we did what we had to do and we, we get the win. So, I just, I love I that analogy that that young man, that, that, that person said. I don't know how old they were because I was listening. I wasn't driving. So, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't watching. But I, I just thought that was dope. Let's fast forward real quick to the Packers game. And, again, guys, if y'all got to go, just, like, wave me and, and, you know, go ahead and get going. No, you're good. Uh, I'm chilling. The, <clears throat> this Packers game is coming up. And I'm going to I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. I don't think I've said it on my show yet. But I picked the Packers to win this game. Right? Um, and it's, it's because I look at how close these last couple of games have been, and I don't think you could do that with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I think, will take advantage of a close game like that, right? But at the same time, I really, really think, like, we match up super well against this team. And so I'm only, like, I'm only picking the Packers at this moment because of aaron Rodgers, i don't think you know we, we we just got done talking about it i don't think jimmy has that let's put him away mentality like this is the drive right here where we can demoralize them if we score one more time and he just doesn't get that done right how are y'all feeling heading into this green bay game like are, y'all, y'all level of confidence on a scale of one to 10 10 being guarantee win book it one being mike i'm with you we're gonna lose this game
2: <laughs> uh I'm probably at about a six. It's probably where I am right now. Um, I I look, I i feel you on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I mean, that is that is beyond valid right there. I mean, he's a difference maker, right? And you look at the Packers, look at what they've done at home, right? They've undefeated there this year. Uh, you look at the numbers that Rodgers has put up at home. Um, you know, hasn't turned the ball over. Uh, I think he may have one interception if that at, at, at Lambeau this season. And so, but But what what gives me hope and or confidence heading into this game on Saturday is um, I firmly believe Niners should have beat them earlier this season, right? And I think this is a totally different Niners team than it was earlier in the year. And so there's that. And then I think they've gotten back to the formula, right? And the formula, which we talk about on our pod all the time, is running the ball, putting Jimmy in positions to be successful. But then on the other end, like the D line has woke up, right? Now you're getting good play from the secondary, but really it's, it's being the bully, right? It's, it's, it's really physically beating teams up. And and we saw that, you know, in the first game against the Rams on Monday Night Football, and I feel like that's kind of where they started to turn the corner. We started to see that here, you know, towards the second half of the season and, and now into the playoffs. Um, you know, they were they out physical Dallas, they out physical the Rams. You know, to win that big game at the end of the year to even get into the playoffs. So, you know, if if they can do that, um, then I like the chance the, the, the Niners' chances in that one. Um, the one of my biggest concerns, though, however, is is just the elements like, I mean, it's Green Bay, it's Lambeau, it's cold. Like, I mean, we don't know what, that's a different type of cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't looked at the weather reports. So I don't know what it's going to be like out there, but if it's, if it's that typical Lambeau January type weather, then I mean, that, that, that is a concern for me. <clears throat> um, but I mean, they, they just got, they got to be the bully. They, they have to, they got to, they got to beat them up on, on both lines
0: of scrimmage. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go ahead and jump in here real quick. E, but like, so I'm looking at the chat, right. This is why I don't, pay attention to the chat when I'm doing live shows. Now, E, I know you watch the chat because you do a lot of solo shows, so that's where you, you know, you interact with yeah. everybody, right? So I sat here right now and I just said that the only reason I'm picking the Packers is because you can't let them stay close. I think Roger will take advantage of it. I said, but I think we match up well. All of a sudden it's, I'm a cheese head. Oh, Mike turning the Grant Cone. Uh, <laughs> Mike, if, we, if you think we're going to lose and we win, why are you going to celebrate? You don't deserve like, no, I'm a Niners fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I could tell you all the fact I could tell you all that, you know, they allow over four four yards to carry. Like we should run the ball down their throat. Like and here's here's my other opinion. Right. They got Jair Alexander that they, they bring him back and they got um, uh Zadarius Smith that they're bringing back. One hasn't played since week one. The other hasn't played since week four. I think that favors the 49ers. You bring these guys in here and they're not in rhythm. This is their first game back after all this time off. Like, I think we take advantage of that. Right. So let me let me be very clear what I'm saying. I'm saying that the Niners don't have that killer mode, that killer instinct to just run up the score. Did y'all see what Buffalo just did? The Niners yeah, don't possess that, 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 that. Was that was that, it's difficult.
1: not that the Niners don't got it. Come on, bro. Their are quarterback, on, like their quarterback. I said that their quarterback does things to not to to let teams hang around and miss throw. Oh, the, the, so that the, means the, the Niners don't got it. I mean, but <laughs> come on, they can do it. They can do it with the run game though.
0: Okay, so then if that's what we're gonna do, then that's what we're gonna do. But I'm saying that I haven't seen when's the last time you saw the Niners just do that to a team?
1: Uh Rams, Jaguars.
0: Oh oh, so a couple of weeks ago, Rams, you're talking about not not this past Rams game,
1: right? Right. The first first matchup.
0: The, f- the first time we did it. A- I would say second half of that
2: of this past Rams game, absolutely.
1: Nah, okay. No, no, okay. because
0: you ain't put them away.
1: I mean, the the has got to a seven. Oh, you mean put them? Away. I game. thought you were
2: talking about just the run game. Put them. No, him, put I mean we just don't. dominated.
0: No no, like, no, no, you know, where we, we want to really see it.
1: Run. Like when when had they just destroyed a team? Yeah, I mean, and, yeah.
2: Jack, you know, Jaguars you're... first first round game probably <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> That's it. But that but that's the thing though. Like that's not this team. Like even in nineteen, like they weren't like just putting teams away. Like they they play ugly. Grinded out type of games like they're interesting. They're close affairs. Like rarely are there blowouts, which is why that that Green Bay game in, in, in the championship was so alarming. It was like wow, like they beat the snot out of these dudes, right? Well, like, why
1: did they beat the snot out of them?
2: It was a run game, right? Like am <laughs> saying. It's, and so, like <laughs> right, but, so but that's that's the, what it, that's the formula though, right? So, like that's what it has to be. Like it's not it's yeah. not gonna be Jimmy throwing for 400 yards and two touchdowns and Lambeau and, and, and just putting him away that way. Like that ain't it. Like that ain't the recipe. Like that ain't the recipe in, in week one, let alone you know the divisional round, right? Like the the formula is you know, let's 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 turn turn out these rushing yards.
1: Yeah, I, I like the 49ers in this game. You know, I, I feel more confident going and playing Green Bay than I did going and playing Dallas. You know, I think the 49ers just match up better. Obviously, you do got Aaron Rodgers on the other side. You got Devontae Adams, and that's tough.
0: That's, that's a tough in
1: itself. Right there, that's a big problem. And I think that kind of levels it out a little bit more, as a, you know, as opposed to, like, calling to play Dallas. But when you look at how the 49ers want to win, or maybe how they have to win, right, especially in these elements. So there are some people I was on, you know, obviously locked on 49ers. We had a crossover episode with the Packers guy. And and Brian Peacock, you guys want to uh, give somebody some grief? Go, go give... Uh, Peacock some grief. He uh he picked the the Packers to win. And one of the reasons why he talked about the elements where the Packers have been practicing outdoors. I guess it was like one degree outside the, and they practice outdoor. 49ers won't be used to that. But I mean, I'll go back to 2012 or 13, whenever it was Kaepernick went out there. And he's out there with no no uh sleeves on, and you got guys no sleeves, and they out there they ain't practicing that weather. But when you got the mentality of where the bullies, where and they the 49ers. They take on that persona. Quick story. Uh, my rookie year in the Arena Football League, right? Uh, I, I wasn't, like, obviously I was a bigger corner, you know, 6'1", 6'2", 200 pounds. But I wasn't, like, the most aggressive or physical corner. You know, I had that stature. And we got this label as being, like, the bad boys of the league. And our secondary is just, like, the most physical secondary ever. And a lot of it was just because I looked that way with the dreads and all that. But as, as we're playing... I started to take that on because that's what everybody was saying we were. So then now all of a sudden I'm hella aggressive. I'm running through people. I'm smacking people. I'm getting in their face. And you start to take on that persona. So we look at the 49ers now and it's, Hey, these are the bullies The 49ers are the most aggressive team in the NFL. They're the bully. Like they're going to take that to Lambeau field, whether it's sunny or cold, and they're going to be able to impose their will on the opposing team, regardless of the element. So I like the 49ers in this game. I think they have the recipe. They got the offense. They got the defense. They got the run game, uh, and I, I don't think the weather is going to matter too much. The
2: the, o- the one you mentioned, the Cowboys. The the only thing that gives me a little bit more concern than the Cowboys is that um, Dak holds the ball, right? Like Rodgers gets rid of. Like it, it's hard to get your hands on Rodgers, right? Like yeah. it, it, he 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 gets rid of that thing two seconds. is out. You know what I mean? Like so. Like that. That's the one thing that concerns me a little bit more then um the cowboys game and then he's throwing to davante adams which i mean that dude is a problem right when he steps into into the stadium right so like that that that's why like it's like the d-line gotta that 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 d-line that we saw i mean that we've been seeing but especially You know, what we saw second half of that Cowboys game where they were they were doing it, you know, without Bosa and they were just being relentless and just getting after Dak like like they they got to create some havoc. They got to create some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They got to beat him up. And and that's been the recipe for the Niners when they've been able to have success against Green Bay is they just beat the hell out of Rodgers. And and that's got to be the case.
1: The the thing that worried me about the Cowboys is you know they they take the ball away more than anybody in the NFL and then they have an explosive offense. So that that part worried me a little bit because we know the 49ers are prone to do some weird stuff where they fumble a kickoff, throw an interception with a guy wide open on the out route, and the cowboys have this explosive offense where they've been able to take advantage of that. So that 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 part of it, the, the matchup worried me a little bit. But I thought if the 49ers limited to one takeaway, uh they would win. And 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 that's what happened
0: what's crazy is that Cowboys game. I was the most utmost confident person ever. Like Tony, we did shows and they're like, Oh man, Mike, I don't know. I was like, bro, we can play our worst game. I said, the Cowboys have not played a team like us all year long. I said, I went back and I looked at their schedule. They have not played a team like the Niners. I'm not worried about that team. We're going to hit them hard. We're going to rattle them and it's going to be over. Like we're going to get them out of their element. It's just going to happen that way. I was super confident, but real quick, y'all, I got my boy on the line. Y'all have seen him here. Gee, you there? Hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Somebody said that on there picked the 49ers to lose. I picked them to lose to the Rams week 18. So mm. I do pick them to lose sometimes. I mm. picked them to lose week 18. And I was praying that the, the Saints lost, which I didn't think that was gonna happen. I didn't have a 49ers winning, and that's a video on line sports. I do videos for line sports. There's a whole video of that. I picked that on locked on 49ers. So I do pick the 49ers to lose sometimes.
2: Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So, I not, just got hip to all the times I've been on your show, Mike. i never seen the comments. I just got hip to the comments. Somebody called me a homer on here. Not sure where that came from, but it's all good. <laughs> but this is, uh, <laughs> I never seen the, the comments until, until place, now. And I was wondering, like, how was EC in the comments? But, like, no. now, now I see it too.
0: It's, it's a cold place, man. Just it's not for the faint of heart. I'm telling you, <laughs> they, they, they are relentless in there. But, hey, but real it, quick, I'm, I'm gonna let my man get to bed because I know he's an old grandpa. All right, it's my guy, G. You guys have seen him before. Show. We, y'all y'all seen him before uh the nfc championship game with the niners he was the one that was there with me and everything so g tell everybody what team you're a fan of green bay all day okay now tell them what happened today when you called me talking junk oh yeah it was going down tell, I, no, got, no. I got involved I, I got the ball riled up talking junk, filling myself i don't care that you know one of the Analyst for ESPN, I don't remember what talk show it was, saying that Rodgers is 0-3 in the postseason against the 49ers. I'm going off on how we've been playing this season. We beat y'all, we beat the Cardinals, who else we beat. We beat some good quality teams. Yeah, you know, a couple other teams we should have beat handily, you know, went down to the wire. But that's the nature of the game. Now, what did we do today? We So we we already had a jersey bet. But you, you got me fired up, and I started talking <laughs> shit. What, what's the bet? What's the bet? Just so everybody's the clear. Sec- the people- second part of the bet is the loser has to pay the winner's phone bill for next month. All right. So I don't want y'all out here telling me that I'm scared or I'm not a Niners fan or nothing like that. My man pissed me off today, and I, I was like, fuck it. Like, we're going to do this. Like, we not only are we going to win, like, we we bet. I'm, one— I got, if we lose, I got to wear a Packers jersey. Yep, for the day. And we bet a phone bill payment. So don't tell me I don't have confidence in the Niners and nothing like that. I just said, we can't let the Packers hang around because Aaron Rodgers is the type of quarterback that'll take advantage of that. In right. last I mean,
2: that, that happened in, in week three, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it only
0: took like, All right, 10
2: man. seconds for him to get down right. the field and, you know, they, they kicked that 51 yarder to win the game.
0: So that's that's all I'm saying is like, you know, people say here, oh, Mike's not a real Niners fan and all that stuff. Like, bro, like, how am I not an I I have a 49ers? Oh, wrong arm. I got a 49ers <laughs> tattoo on me. Like, come on, don't don't do that, bro. Like, don't don't do that. Let me read these contributions really quick because they, they came in a while ago. Uh, thank y'all for that, man. Sean Preston Sr. He says, uh, Kyle will start Jimmy till he can't. It's not a knock on Trey, it's a money move. The more win, the more we win with Jimmy, the better that pick for Jimmy is. Kyle wants to showcase Jimmy. And I like this contribution, but if Jimmy's out there with a bum thumb and a bum shoulder and costing us games, or I don't know if you're hurting the stock or what, like, is it just that if we get this win with Jimmy, it looks good on his resume. Is that what? It, like the people who are going to be possibly trading for Jimmy are going to know what he looks like during the game. It's not just a win loss for them. That's the fans. eye. Right, like that's the box score watchers. If you're a GM and you're paid to make this transaction with the Niners, you're gonna know what Jimmy Garoppolo is and isn't based off of what you've seen him do here in the system. Am I wrong? Yeah, but GMs oh, also want to win the press
2: conference, right? So you know, by th- that's something they can sell, right? They can sell this guy won a divisional game on the road in Lambo with a bum shoulder and a bum and a bum thumb, right on his throwing hand. So I mean, they they can sell that. Like these these GMs, like I mean, yeah, they. You know, they're supposed to go back and watch their film, this, that, and the other. But, I mean, they also have, need something they can sell to their fan base, right? And so this this adds to that. But, I mean, like, I think the point that that's missing here is, like, you can't look at it as he's picking Jimmy over Trey. I don't think Trey's an option right now. You know, so like you, you act like you act like it's okay, either or, right? Like, I don't think there's an either or, like, they're there. It's Jimmy, like, that's it. Like, I don't think Trey's an option right now, it's not Trey's team
1: yet. I agree. I, I, think, I think he views it as Jimmy Garoppolo is his starter and Trey Lance is his backup. Yeah, I think it's as simple as that.
0: Yep. And then this other contribution came in from Niner Faithful. He says, Clock management is why they don't destroy teams. Oh, I don't know, huh.
2: man. After that clock management I seen from the Cowboys the other day, I got it. I don't know about that one. <laughs> 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 I mean, Cowboys are real good at the clock management these days. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> right. All right he, so he ain't I near think... McCarthy level. That's for damn sure. So I'm, I'm good. He's good in my book on that one.
0: If you guys want to hear uh Ray Sean and Eric Davis's breakdown on on the game, you guys got to go over there, check him out on the Believe in 49ers podcast, everywhere you listen to podcasts it's over there. And Eric uh Crocker's down here. He's doing his show over on the What 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 is it now? I don't want to say Eric Crock Eric Crocker Yeah, TV. it is
1: Eric Crocker. Man, this is what you do. Go to my Twitter, follow me and just click the link and everything's in there. Like on there that the little link in my you know, got the was it link tree thing or whatever, and mm-hmm. I got everything there. So just you know, just go All through right. clicking and follow everything.
0: That that's his handle down there at the bottom of the screen, y'all. Y'all are gonna get yeah. the breakdowns over there. I want to talk some playoffs though, really quick. Guys. Let's start in the yeah. NFC really quick. There's four. There's four uh teams left, right? Is that right? It's only four teams.
2: Yeah, final four on each side. And in, in, in each final, side, yeah, final okay. eight. Yeah.
0: So we got the we got we got we got the Niners winning this one, right? Um. Of the, of the other two teams, which one do y'all want to play? I'm not going to lie. I wanted to play the Cardinals because they got us twice in the season. But I know the Rams is a better matchup because we seem to be in their heads. However, I'm not buying that seven times in a row nonsense. I think I'd rather yeah, play Tampa where they're all beat up and they're lacking some people right now. I think we got a better shot against Tampa. Which team are y'all more confident in playing if we get past the Packers?
1: Tampa.
2: I, I, I mean, I don't have confidence going against either one, but I, I feel you, though, the whole seven times in a row. But that's three times in one season. Right. I mean, that's that's unprecedented. Right. I mean, that's that's Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints. Well, I mean, even they couldn't get that done against, you know, Tampa last year. Right. So, I mean, that that that's hard in itself. Uh, but but the the Bucks have a level of physicality that can come close to match in the Niners. So that that that's that's one part that you know kind of scares me a little bit. And I mean he going up against the GOAT too, right? And Tom Brady. So um, you know, he's gonna want to put on against the Niners. Uh, but I mean I, I'd be confident with either one of those teams, to be perfectly honest with you.
1: Yeah, I I I like the matchup more, and that you know, that's why I try to like who who do you match up better against? And and I know people will say, you know, the Rams because the 49ers have had their way, but you know the last game really could have got, gotten out of, out of hand, and I know it, you know, it did for a little bit, right? I mean, it, it was ugly for a minute. They're just an explosive team, so anytime you know, there's a team that has that type of firepower, and they look a little different now that they got Akers back, you know, uh, running that rock, he looks better, you know. I, I don't I mean, know, it's the just Akers
2: can't run against this Niners defense, though. Oh, like, I know, he, I know like yeah, somebody run tried run to tell me, right. me that yesterday. I was, like, can, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, Kim Akers, the difference, like, like for real, like. The, the thing about the Rams is, like, that and, – and I full disclosure, like, I, I, I've watched as many Rams and Chargers games as I do, you know, Niners games, um, you know, covering them down here. So the, the thing about the, the Rams is that first half was as physical as a half as I've seen them play the entire season, right? And, and so they kind of stepped outside of themselves, right? But in the second half, they showed us, you know, their true colors, right? Like, there's a level – like, you can't just pretend to be tough. Like you just can't just can't roll out the locker room and say, "All right, I'm bringing I'm bringing the toughness today." Like you, that, that that you need to sustain that for sixty minutes. And I'm still not sure that the Rams can do that. Like I mean, it was all good when you know they were playing like it was their Super Bowl and they were up seventeen you got McVay running, you know, in the end zone, you know, all up in the videos and all that. <laughs> but um, yeah. but when you know when when rubber hit the road, when when the nitty got gritty, you know, you had to continue that level of of toughness. They they showed us exactly who they are. They, they, they're not that team. Right.
0: All right. I like it. I like I, it, uh, man.
1: The, 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 the Bucks. I like that. You know, they aren't as explosive in the sense of their weapons, right? And, and that's something that I like. You know, you, you should match up better against Mike Evans. Not saying Mike Evans is bad. I, I like Mike, Mike Evans, one of the most underrated receivers in the league. Not but dude. he's not just, like, running away from guys. You know, right. Gronkowski, hella big, but he's not, like, running away from guys. There's no AB. There's no Godwin. Uh, you know, so I just think the 49ers just the way they 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 play, they match up better. Now the tough thing is you got Brady and Brady wins before the snap a lot of times, yeah, but mm-hmm. we've seen him when he kind of can get flustered. We saw it against the Saints where the Saints won 9-0, right? Mm-hmm. Like blanked them. And a lot of it was they made Brady uncomfortable. They they missed they were missing their, their receivers and stuff. Right now they're playing with running backs Bernard and some guy named Vaughn. The defensive backs are banged up, they're kind of like hurting they're trying to get through it and it works against the Eagles. Eagles are sorry. You know, but we'll see. I mean, even this game like coming up. I actually uh I just did a money line bet. I did a three a three teamer uh parlay. Money line bet. I put a $100 down on 49ers, Rams and Cincinnati Bengals and the payout's, you know, $1800. So the Eagles.
0: Oh. Who they? That's sweet. that's sweet. That's sweet. That's sweet. That's sweet. I like that. So I was that's going to get me to my next question. So I was going to ask y'all um, we got you got Bills, Chiefs, you got Rams, Buccaneers, and you got Bengals and Titans. Who are y'all taking in those games, man, and why? Now, Eric obviously taking the Bengals because you know 1800. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm just saying, but like what 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 gives y'all that confidence? Because I'll be honest with y'all, man. I hear Derrick Henry's back. That's not changing your mind on, on that game, man. That's
1: clock management. Well, no, I, I, I take the Bengals money line in a sense of just putting $100 down and, and what the payout is. that's So that's a business decision. That's not, like, where my mind is. But even then, excuse me, I, I like the Bengals. You know, I just think they're so explosive. They are a tough matchup, especially on the outside with their receivers. Their running back, Joe Mixon, he's terrific. You know, their defense can kind of be had, but do, are the Titans going to be explosive enough to really be able to take advantage of a Bengals defense? So I think even then, like, take the you know money out of it that I put on it. I still kind of like the Bengals with what they're able to do. The only thing that kind of, like, makes me pause a little bit is, like, dang, they're so young. Like, they've never been here. They've never been in this type of environment. They're going on the road. But aside from that, I, yeah, I like I like the Bengals.
2: I think you hit it on the head right there, That that youth, right? I think that youth may catch up to them. But at the same time, I feel like the – the Titans are the one team that all season long, and, and I throw myself in this mix too. Like I think all season long people really weren't trying to give them credit, especially after Derrick Henry went down, right? And they just continue to 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 keep winning. Um I they're for real. I, I like them a lot. I mean, I, I think they're for real. I think the Titans are the real deal. And that's that's even without without Henry getting in the lineup. So I like them. Um I like the Bills. I like the Bills to go in the Arrowhead and and win that one. I think they're playing on a, a a crazy level right now. You know, Josh Allen throwing the thing all over the place. I mean, he's he's got he's got some weapons. That defense though, um they've been playing really well and and like like the the Chiefs, they put up numbers against the Steelers, but I mean, let's be real—like everybody put up numbers against the Steelers, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, that you, you're going up against legit defense uh, against with Buffalo, and Le- Leslie Frazier's got them boys playing on the defense side of the ball, so I, I like them a lot. And then Rams—that's tough. I mean, the Rams got them earlier this year. I I like Tampa at home kind of I mean that game is kind of a coin toss coin flip for me.
0: Well, let me let me give it to you like this, man. Of all the games that were played this past weekend, the Niners were the only road team yeah. to win. Yeah. The only one. Uh, and this week your road teams are the Bengals, 49ers, Rams and Bills. Um that's that's tough. I don't think it's the same. I think the Niners win. I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to take the Rams and i'm gonna go with i think i'm gonna go with the bills what's the line on that game anybody know the line on that game i think i'm gonna go with the bills man because i'm not i'm not sure what the line is in that game and not that the line matters because it depends on how people lay in money you know the lines change but i think uh if you i tell you what don't don't you could tell me the line but also tell me the over under for the point uh, score because that's gonna tell me tell me what they really think because i'm I'm thinking the bills can go out there. See, the problem is that they just put up this phenomenal uh this phenomenal show. Like they might you know,
2: ran, ran out of juice. They left all their points. At, yeah, at, at, you know, like you know, yeah, yeah. Not nah, too much. I, I think that defense can hold
0: I think they I think they can hold KC to three scores. Whew. Let's go talk your shit, man. I like that. I like that. Now, while he's looking it up, we got one person here that says three and a half for the Chiefs. Um, that's that's a push on a neutral site. That's not good. That's not good at all. And
1: I'm seeing Chiefs minus two.
0: Oh, so it's yeah. dropping. It's dropping. That's even worse.
1: Uh, I've seen two, I've seen two and a half. Uh, so
0: yeah. It, what team just lost their tackle? Uh Bucks. Uh, the,
2: the Bucks. They their right tackle works uh i don't oh. know if he's back or not but um I, I don't know what his status is but
0: yeah i'm, I'm taking i think they're
2: i, I think arian said they're gonna play it up until kickoff
0: so let me let me let me good. get over to parks you got that you got you got that payout on on just the money line just straight up Who, me yeah oh it was so it was all, all three
1: games money line parlay okay so i put a hundred dollars down yeah, and they were all underdogs, and I went money line with all of them. But the 49ers money line alone is like it was like minus 225 or something like that. Really? Yeah, I mean plus 225, excuse me. So a hundred if you put if you bet on 49ers money line, you put a
0: hundred dollars down, you get two two twenty five. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's yeah. all right. I'm I'm I might have to slide to parks casino before the uh weekend gets here, man. Cause I, I like that man. I like that. Um, I wanted to talk to y'all about this this um this playoff felt different to me. It felt very old school. You look at the teams that were in there. You got the Chiefs, you got the Packers, you had the Steelers, you had the Raiders in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? Like, this felt like very, very, like, 1990. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like old school here. Did this, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it was just this year because we're back in there. Did this, did this playoff, did this playoff setup feel different to y'all than it did last year? it did i think one i'm paying more
2: attention (laughs) but but with with the niners being back in it but also i mean you you know you you add the you had the whole monday night thing which i'm not a fan of by the way um you you, it's all it's the super wild card weekend now like um so i mean you got you got all that going on which kind of changes the aesthetics of it a little bit so i mean it, it definitely did feel it definitely does feel different um but i mean you got the old school but then you also got you know some of the young guns like the Bengals as well. Um, you know, the, I, I throw the Bills in there as well. You know, uh, as one of those young, young and up and coming teams. Um, so it, I mean, definitely, it definitely felt different. And in the NFL, they're always, they're always trying to reinvent the wheel, man. You know what I mean? And, and they know people are going to watch, so they continue to do it.
0: What about you, E-man? Did it, did it, be Like, I'll be honest with y'all, right? Like, it's like I know that the, some of the teams are younger, but it was like the nostalgia. Of the teams that were in there like the Bengals, as terrible of a franchise yeah. they are they're still a storied franchise right like you had I the know. cowboys and the niners going against each other again in the in the postseason like i don't know the last time that happened that i can remember watching you know like i, I gotta go back to when i was how what was the last time we played them 90, 95 I, like oh come on bro like who yeah. i was i was i was 10 11. I was 11 years old. It, like, come on, man, that's crazy. I was probably 12 by then. I was probably 12 by then. But it's like it was so long ago. Like this, this, this playoff, man. My uncle's a Raiders fan. I don't know the last time that the Niners and the Raiders were in the postseason together. Like, yeah, not, not Niners, that Raiders,
1: season. Cowboys. It's been like I, I saw a stat on that. Like, this is the first time. It was like a lot of years. Since that's Niners what I'm saying. And Raiders yeah, and Cowboys like, all in the playoffs.
0: Right. So there was this like nostalgia around this playoff setting and i know that we got the extra team in the seven seed and all that stuff for the first time ever and that's how that's how it all happened but like i think that it it really did something for the ratings i don't have any of the numbers on the ratings or anything like that but i have to imagine that you got a lot of older heads that their teams were back in the mix again the Bengals, the raiders you know what i'm saying the cowboys the niners like these are all very very like you know the teams were strong you got 40 plus-year-olds now interested in the postseason again. And you, I just felt like you weren't getting that, man. He, uh, what, what were your thoughts on it, man? Or was it just, you know, normal, you know, regular playoffs for you?
1: Well, no, nah, I mean, for me, it was it was personal. You know, my big brother, he's a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. So, oh. you know, you grew up in a household like that where, you know, we're constantly going at it, whether we're watching our teams on TV or whether we're playing Madden against each other with, you know, I'm the 49ers, he's a Dallas Cowboys, so – uh, you know, for me and you know, the group chats I'm in, and just how cowboy fans talk, it it meant something, it meant a lot. Like, this was probably the one playoff game where it's like, you know, 49ers, you have to win this, you have yeah. to win. And, and like Rashawn said, you know, you, you got to go back to 95, you know, to, to see that matchup in the playoffs. And I mean, I was, you know, I was what eight, nine years old, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it was cool to see that. But, you know, even some of these other teams, definitely throwback, Bengals. I mean, shoes. Buffalo. You know, remember, there was a time where Boomer Esiason every year would pick the 49ers and Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. You know, now you have both of these teams playing, you know, high-level football right now. So, yeah, it definitely has this, like, kind of old uh, throwback feeling to it for sure.
2: Yeah, a buddy of mine, line, he's, he's a big-time Bengals fan. Took a Take re- a red eye. To go to the game uh on Saturday. So I mean he was he was all stoked. And uh I, I shot him a message. I told him to go ahead and send that text. Last time the Bengals won a game, text messaging wasn't even around, right? A playoff game, that is, right? So uh you know <laughs> they had definitely had a lot to celebrate out there in, in Cincy. And um, I mean Niners Cowboys in the same playoffs, I and mean, I think I think it was 1998 the last time they were both in the playoffs at the same time. 95 last time they played, but 98, I think, and then when and then you talked about it, E niners cowboys and raiders i mean that's that's been a minute you know since all of them were in there as well um so i mean you got you got a. I know a lot of old head cowboy fans old head raider fans as well you know what i mean just you know happy especially the raider fans just happy you know their team was, was back in the playoffs um so yeah i mean it, it did kind of have kind of have that old that old school feel to to an extent
0: all right so then i'm going to ask y'all for um a super bowl prediction i know we are weeks and weeks away from there <laughs> but y'all y'all have y'all picks for this weekend which means that y'all will also know who y'all have in the championship round so oh, i need wow. to know i need to know how y'all think this is gonna play out come on i'm, I'm gonna hold y'all feet to the fire but i won't hold y'all <laughs> to it i'll let y'all back out of the
1: day. uh you know i'll start shoot um i'm gonna go uh I'm going to go uh old Boomer assassin on them. I mean not Boomer assassin, uh Boomer uh then I just said his name. Well, you know from ESPN. Uh Boomer. Oh, Berman? Anyway, yeah, Berman. Berman. yeah, Chris Berman.
0: Yeah. Chris
1: Berman, that's what I meant. But uh I'm going to go Chris Berman on them 49ers Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Ooh.
2: Man. You know I hate predictions, right? Um the I I'm going to go Thursday Night Football rematch. Titans Niners.
0: Uh-huh. You really do believe in the Titans, huh?
2: Like, I mean, I, I like the Titans team a lot, man. I don't. I think Vrabel was the real deal, man. Like, I, I think you know they play for him. They go hard, and they're, and they. I mean, they they kind of remind me the Niners a little bit, just with like their physicality, right? Like they'll they'll beat you up. You know what I mean? Like, and and I think that plays um, in the postseason, especially in the postseason. And if they get Henry back, too, I mean, if he's Anything close to you know what we expect him to be, and I mean, Foreman's been running the ball well for them as well, you know, as well. And I mean, Tannehill similar to Jimmy, like you know, you don't want to put the game in his hands, but you want to give him the opportunity to kind of make some plays. Um, and I mean, he's got some dudes on the outside too. They got Brown, and, and you know, I, I, Brown. You saw what Brown did against the Niners earlier this year. I mean, that dude can go. Uh, but I don't know. I really, I really like the, I really like the Titans.
0: I'm gonna... <clears throat> All right, so I'm taking I'm taking the Titans over the Bengals. I'm taking the Bills over the Chiefs. I'm taking the Rams over the Bucs, even though I really want us to play the Bucs. I'm gonna take the Niners over the Packers. I'm gonna take the Niners over the Rams. Because if we that close, I gotta I gotta go all in. And I'm gonna take the Bills over the Titans. So I got a 49ers and Bills Super Bowl. Mm, okay. I got, I got a 49ers Bills Super Bowl, man. That's who. That's rough. That's rough. We
2: we were deprived. We we never got that Super Bowl. That that 49ers Bill Super Bowl. I mean, every year, right? It was supposed to happen. We never got it. Um, we were we were deprived uh of that. But um
0: they went four years in a row, four years in a row lost. I've never I've that's never gonna happen again, right? Like that's one of those streaks that like they say, like certain things are meant to like are are never gonna happen again. Like that's one of them, right? Like, yeah, there's no way a team just making it to the Super Bowl once or twice in a row is hard enough. Dog. Like, they yeah. went four times in a row and didn't get one, like, not yeah. one dog. That's crazy to me. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. I want to show y'all one more thing and I'm gonna let y'all go. Uh, Eric was talking about how he's got his um, his uh, his thread going, you know, his brother to die hard. Um, brother's a diehard fan and everything and he's got this thread and i heard him talking on the show about how you know we still not talking we're gonna have to let this simmer down a little bit and everything right yeah. like, <laughs> i want to show you all this thread so y'all I, I i talked about it on the show so the people out here they're gonna know already but for y'all too so my uh daughter's birthday was on sunday
2: nice happy birthday
0: thank thank you every every child's birthday we have the grandparents over right my my child picks what we have for dinner and what we're going to have for like dessert, like their cake. My son picked a pie one year. Sometimes they do cupcakes. Sometimes they want a cake. We let them decorate it however they want. If they want a picture, we call them to the bakery. We send them the picture. They put we The kid runs it all, right? I'm going to show y'all what happened here. <laughs> Hopefully y'all can read. This is a video because it's a screenshot of the text thread between me and my family. Because I'm, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Every time my mom comes over and the Niners are playing the Cowboys, we lose. The Niners just stop scoring. I don't know what kind of witchcraft and voodoo this woman has. <laughs> I, yo, like I, I want y'all to see this thread real quick. So if you if you if y'all are watching, go full screen so you can see it real quick because it's gonna. I'm I'm scrolling through. I just want y'all to read this. I want to get you all thoughts on it. And I'm gonna let y'all go. Y'all have been excellent, man. Y'all have been phenomenal guests. I really appreciate y'all jumping on here so last minute, man. Y'all have been A. Plus. But let's read this real quick and then we're gonna get out of here, I promise. All right. So check this out real quick. This is a family thread here.
1: Mom, I love you, but we got a problem this weekend. Lenna's birthday. Oh, damn, I'm Sunday. going too
0: fast. Hold on, hold on. Let me oh, let me try to let me. Try... I can't pause it while I was playing. That's crazy. I can only start it over. All right. So let me. I, sh- I didn't know it was gonna go too fast like that. I thought I was going <laughs> nice and slow. All right, hold on. So I said, "Mom, I love you, but we got a problem this weekend. Elaine's birthday is Sunday, and normally we have the grandparents so The problem is you're not allowed <laughs> you're in my
1: out house.
0: Of my right? house. <laughs> way, so I have to uninvite you. But oh, really? so that's my mom. That's so foul, son. That is foul. That right <laughs> there. That 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 score that's in there. That um that Tweet. that box score that was in there. Yeah, that was the Tony Romo ribs game. She came over during that game. We had them dead to oh, rights. Wow. Yeah. She came over in that game, right? <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know my mom knew how to use bitmojis. Like this, <laughs> <me? laughs> it's blowing my mind. I feel like
1: all moms do. Like my mom knows how too. Like it looks just like her too. Yes, look at I'm that. So look. Salty about yes, i still...
0: right. What you did in 2011 on Grove Street? That's where I used to live. 24-14 24, 24 14 in the fourth quarter, Tony Romo broke his ribs. Mom comes over. <laughs> I'm her. not He'll joking. It's her. a playoff game. <laughs> that, that's my brother chiming and this is, what I, this is what I live for. Wait, I'm not joking. It's a playoff game. She really can't come. <laughs> can come over <laughs> or after the game. Like, yo, she's telling me to grow up. Like, Mom Dukes is really, really tight. Like, she- <laughs> I'm coming over when the <laughs> cares come over. Wow. I you said, well, then we'll for her birthday. birthday. Yo, I was dead serious,
1: bro. My man told his mom she can't come over.
0: Bro, she didn't come over. She was not coming in my house on Sunday, bro. I meant it. I meant it. And then my wife chimes in. She's aging baby. She said, yeah, mom. He called me earlier to tell me. She said, no, don't change anything on my account. Celebrate her birthday. That's a tradition. And it should continue that way. But like, I'm just showing, like, this is real. Like, you talk about, like the group threads and everything like now my mom ain't gonna cuss, curse with me and go back and forth like how your brother gonna go at you right but like this is this is real like she did not come over that day i wasn't i was not playing at all like i love my mom to death but i know what she i know the juju she brings with her when she soon as she comes through the threshold of my house it's like the temperature drops 10 degrees like no no it's not happening in my house i love her to death but no it's not happening man so you know We all have our, uh, you know, well, maybe we all don't have them, but I'm going to ask you all, and then we're going to get out of here. Do you all have game day superstitions? And if so, what are they?
1: I don't have none. Like, I, I, you know, one is crazy. As much as I've been going to these games lately, I actually like watching the game alone. Like, I like sitting there, being alone. Like, I don't eat. Like, I can't eat during games. I can't eat during 49er games, Uh, especially, like, playoff games. I'm just too anxious. Yeah. So um that's that I don't know if that's a superstition, but that's just something where I have a hard time. Like it's just my stomach feels funny. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I felt I felt that way on uh on, on Sunday. I was like, nah, I'm not, I was I was gonna stop and get something to eat. I was like, nah, not really. But like I, I ate I ate during like Monday night football though, right? Like Rams Cardinals, like it was just free and easy, like
1: you yeah.
2: know, no no, <laughs> no mess, no fuss. Um, I don't know if I had too many. I think the the one thing is just um if if I can't watch the game live, then just trying to avoid like all social media, trying to avoid all Twitter, all everything, you know what I mean? And eventually like somebody, a score is going to come somewhere, just smack me in the face whatever. But Like I try, like I try to avoid it, you know, at all costs. Um, But aside from that, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of, just kind of get in my zone and then that's about it, you know?
0: I got you, man. You know, I was doing this thing with like uh, buffalo wings right and then i got tired of eating them like my stomach was just like i was not looking forward to having buffalo wings so i changed it last couple of weeks where i was doing uh chinese food but with wings i would always order or at least one order of wings it's worked for the last two weeks we needed to win to get in we won then we beat the cowboys so that's going to be my thread uh my my my, my uh, little uh superstition for the rest of the postseason i'm gonna order chinese food on the game day i'm gonna get an order of wings and just keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best because, you know, you always want to feel like you're doing your part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. I, I don't know. I believe in the butterfly effect. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie or yeah, heard it. Yeah, I, little, I, heard it.
1: I remember it, but I, I gotta watch it again to, like, really get it. Like, I, I remember it. Like the mailbox movie. being blown I up. Never, I, I never, it. never like, saw it. You never saw Butterfly. No. Yeah, I remember it, but I gotta I gotta watch it as there? an adult. Is that though. Ashton Coo- Ashton Kutcher. Ashton
0: yeah. Kutcher. Yeah. yeah, Ashton yeah, Kutcher. No, I've, I've never track. seen that. So he's he's basically he uh he finds a way to like he, he reads a diary, something that he wrote, and as he reads it, he rewinds back to then, but he remembers everything that happened before. So he can like, all right, when I did this, this is what happened. So now I'm going to change it up. And he kept trying to change the future, but you change one path and it leads you somewhere else. And it just kept deviating in wrong ways for him, man. It was oh man, that that was a good movie. That was really I got to really watch
1: that. I got to watch. Maybe I'll go put that on now. It's Butterfly Netflix effect
0: was Uh I, I I'll give it like a, a 8 out of 10. It was it was a good movie. That's it a good a movie. movie. And you
1: and you're a tough critic too, so
0: I am. Yeah, I am. Tough absolutely. Tough movie critic. Um, yeah. There was one more contribution. I
1: don't, a, I don't know if
2: it's a superstition or not, but I don't live tweet. I don't. I don't text. I. I just.
0: Yo, I be wanting to text you E, man, but like I be like, like nah, man, I, I don't want to get yelled at during. Oh, that's the thing. There. Like
2: we don't even we don't even talk during games. Are like, you serious? Like, yeah, we talk. Like our con, you hear our conversations. Right. Like on on the pod, like so we don't, and I and and I tried like for ever since we started the pod, like I try not to look at his Twitter um because i don't want to have any preconceived thoughts or anything about you know what he's gonna say whatever you know coming in um so yeah i mean we i we definitely just try to like we, we may talk like a little bit beforehand but i mean that's normally about like a bunch of other stuff and then but like when we talk about the game like it's normally on the pod. You try to
0: keep it authentic you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i like yeah. that it, may, it makes for a good show and we, i mean odd. he
2: gets after it though like he live tweets he holds court on twitter all mm-hmm. that like i just i i can't bro like i I Mess around and
0: tweet the wrong thing. Like, <laughs> if somebody who don't follow anybody, he really be getting after people, though. Like, it's it's crazy, man. I don't understand, but it's all it's all good, man. It's all good. There was one more contribution we got. I want to read it, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Sean Shepard said a long time ago, don't think I got I didn't see it, bro. I got you, man. It says Jimmy Judas will not succeed. Judas, oh That's the second second biblical reference we've had all night long, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, Except for this one's pretty bad, like Jimmy Judas. Uh, Will not succeed. We will win. Come on. Their fans wear cheese on their heads. Need we say more? Matt LaFleur is not as good at scheming. So I think we're going to win. I do. I think we're going to run the ball down their throats. I'm not worried about the Packers and what they bring. I just need the Niners to develop a little bit of killer instinct. I always make this reference when you guys watch the show. Uh, I talk about boxing. I am, I love boxing. I did it. I am friends with coaches. I had my son in boxing. I watch boxing every Saturday. Well, they do it on Friday now. Sometimes they do it on Sunday if you're watching Jake Paul type stuff and all that, but whatever. But I watch boxing any chance I get, right? And too often people abandon body shots. Body shots are the ones that tire your opponent out, right? It causes them to drop their hands and then you can knock them out rattle them a little bit boom you get the knockouts easier that way but there's also another thing where people don't have a killer instinct they don't see when they strike somebody and it leaves them wobble you know you got to know when to jump on somebody okay the niners have to show me that they possess that this weekend because against this team specifically that quarterback specifically that quarterback they have to show me this weekend that they can do it. I need the Niners to just get a little bit more killer instinct and take advantage of the opportunities presented to them, and there's going to be plenty. There's going to be plenty against the defense. This defense is not good. I don't know what y'all have been watching. I know y'all are all film guys and everything like that. This Packers defense is not good. You know the cheese that they put on their heads? Always got all these holes in it. That's the Packers defense. And if you bring <laughs> if you bring back Zadarius Smith, who hasn't played in so long, and, and Jair Alexander, who hasn't played in so long, they thinking, oh, we got fresh legs. I'm thinking they're out of rhythm. Yeah. Kyle, It Shanahan sounds like did.
1: they're supposed to be on a pitch count too, so I, I've seen that.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's good for them. That's good for them. Because you're going to break up the whole rhythm and dynamic of that defensive line that, in that secondary, right? So Kyle Shanahan, one of his strengths is this, man, I, and, I, and I've said this the last couple of weeks, and you can see it against the Rams, you saw it against the Cowboys. He will take your star players. he will confuse them you know what i'm saying he'll get the guys that are paid to be pass rushers running forward and make them run laterally left left to right you know what i'm saying and he frustrates them and then you see guys like randy gregory punching players in the back of the head you know what i'm saying you'll see guys like
2: on that hold i'm convinced he thought that was the ball carrier hmm on the hold that randy gregory got when he tackled brunskill I'm convinced. he thought, you thought he Brunskill, thought Brunskill had the ball. He convinced he thought Brunskill was the ball carrier. Like he was that. He would. The other way. Like that, that's the only way I can make it make sense. I'm like, <laughs> why? Why would you do that? Like the only way I can make it make sense. Like he must have thought that 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 dude had the ball.
0: Okay. I, I hey. Look. If, if that's the excuse, that, first of all, he can't be that look- whacked out, right? Like
2: he like he can't <laughs> be
0: that undisciplined, right? I don't know, man. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Kyle frustrates your star. Yeah. Player. If you can, if you take the head, the body will die. That's the expression, right? Your star players are the head. Those are your leaders. You frustrate them. How many times have you seen Aaron Donald just pissed off during the 49ers game, slamming helmets in the middle of the field and everything, right? You see, you see Ramsey on the sideline yelling at players and coaches during Niners games. Like, you chop off the head, the body will die. That is Kyle Shanahan's specialty. I need to see that this week, Mark Lamar. Thank you very much for the contributions. As Jimmy has momentum killer instinct.
2: Oh, <laughs> he's cold, blooded, cold blooded. Hey <laughs> right, man, hey, he
0: said it, not me, bro. He he said it, not me. He said it, not me, man. Uh, Guys, okay, your final thought. You guys give me your final thoughts. We can go home, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all are A plus, A plus, A plus. All jokes aside, man. If you guys ever need anything, let me know. I got you guys' backs, all right? Um, give us uh, your final thoughts. And also, again, let people know where to find you guys before you get out of here.
1: Go ahead, Rashawn. Uh, you
2: can check out me and uh, Eric, Super Bowl champ Eric Davis on the Believe in 49ers podcast. We're located wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, We also are on YouTube now, so... I don't want to say every episode, but most episodes uh, are on YouTube as well. You can subscribe there. Um, look, I, I, um, the, the, that, that Cowboys game took a lot out of me. And I talked about it on the pod. I mean, like, I feel like I'm still recovering from that one. Like, I, I couldn't even really celebrate it because I was just that, just, just worn out. Right. Um, but I, I do, I mean, I like the matchup. Uh I, I have confidence, um, but I'm not overconfident, right? Like I, I can never if I'm overconfident, then just like weird stuff just starts happening, right? So uh but I but I do I do like the matchup against the Packers. I feel like look, Niners gotta go into Lambeau and, and beat a bully. You know what I mean? They gotta hit Rodgers in the mouth, they gotta hit that defense with the run game. Um, they gotta make they gotta make them. They gotta make Green Bay feel them. I think that's the recipe. I think that's the formula, and that's what it's been when they've had success against Rodgers, especially in the last couple of years, you know, under Kyle. Um, and and so it's you gotta you gotta replicate that, you know, in the elements, in the cold, and Lambeau, and that historic venue. You gotta go in there and, and just do what you do, and and you know, force them to rise to your level of physicality. And appreciate you, Big Mike. You know, you you've always looked out from day one, so it's all love, brother.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Eric, Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. Um, I mean, you're on YouTube. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just type in Eric Crocker. I should pop up. Uh, Yeah, man. I appreciate coming on being able to talk some football. I guess my, my, what I'm going to end with, with the 49ers, man, is, is just uh, be disciplined, you know, in the 49ers, if, if they're disciplined, and and not snapping the ball when guys are still in in uh, motion and not set, <laughs> you know, they they're not doing things like that, they'll they'll win. I feel confident with that. Aaron Rodgers, we, we've seen him in the playoffs several times. It seems like a guy that you can't rattle, but against 49ers, it seems like he is rattled all the time in postseason. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's gonna happen, but it's definitely something that's possible. And uh, you know, Mike has talked about that killer instinct or lack thereof by the 49ers, but it seems like when they play against him. And they get up on him they have that killer instinct towards him so they have to they have to have that again like they did in the playoffs 2019 like they did the regular season 2019 like they did with Kaepernick and uh what the 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 this the game he broke the record uh you know beating them by multiple scores mm, gotta get up on them man yeah get up on them put your foot on their throats man yeah
0: cap went crazy that game and I, I remember seeing uh and in the
1: in the snow like just how i mean in that cold remember that zero degree no gaming, mean,
0: no sleeves he didn't go I mean? crazy him, him and michael crabtree yeah. did what they had to do though bro. yeah
1: they did what they had to do and, and they that's went what out there. About to do this game.
0: and they didn't look shook at all man the defense showed up oh man oh man we could do it we could do it again we really really can all right man thank everybody out there for checking us out man you and guys nice excellent. You
1: too, e. oh yeah for sure yes sir
0: You guys have been excellent, man. I want to thank everybody out there for checking us out, guys. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. All right. Make sure you guys turn on notifications as well so you guys know exactly where we're going live. We appreciate you guys out here, man. Thank you all so much. We're going to get up out of here. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But But always always
1: remain faithful.
0: We out of here. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) We all gas, no brakes, pumped
1: up.
2: Niners We nothing, but Niners We nothing, but Niners We nothing, but Niners. We nine